<laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe, I can't believe that. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the Big Blue United podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's another Dan and Colin special coming to you live on July 18th in the year 2022. I am Dan. He is Colin. Colin, you're back from Nashville. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. What a interesting city that is. Uh, my wife and I have never been there before. We uh, we found some some flights. You know, we did the whole like Google flight. You flew thing. there? Yeah, we flew there. Fascinating. You want to yeah. use uh, TripAdvisor, Trivago, uh, uh, cheap, well, no, cheap tickets? I'm joking. What? I don't really care. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those simple, like, I don't even know what we ended up buying it through. I think it might've been through the airline itself, but you know, if you're doing Google flights and like, it just shows you the cheapest flights in the whole country. Yeah. We didn't even intend on going there. In fact, we were thinking of going to Ireland first a couple of months ago um, because our friend Brianna is, is currently living there. Oh, I um, know that. Yeah. But uh, it, it didn't end up making any sense. So we're just like, let's look where the, the cheap tickets are. And that was yeah. a place and we, like all right, let's just go. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a it was a very interesting time. I mean, we we sniffed at Broadway, which is like you know that's where all the Bachelorette town. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like you know, all right, I get it. There's honky tonks all over the place. There's the you know cover bands doing country hits of pop songs, and it's just like all right, we went into one bar that was not even on Broadway. It was a little quiet, and there was someone playing acoustic and it's like all right let's have a couple of beers and just get out of here and we nice. didn't go back we we went to a couple of museums uh around there but we basically just like explored all the outside neighborhoods um you know we went to a, a baseball game the first night saw the nashville sounds which was cool which is one of the sweeter minor league baseball parks in the country and it's pretty new um that was fun uh and then we ended last night as you have already uh, known uh, some saw picks. some soccer, yeah, saw some soccer at uh, Nashville SC. Beautiful stadium, amazing setup. Um, had a great time. Ate well. Uh, walked all over the place. Took like e-bikes and scooters everywhere. We didn't even nice. rent the car. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it if, if no one's ever gone. Uh, yeah. Why? But, why would a Why would a Giant fan want to go to Nashville? Well, it's funny enough, we did see Nissan Stadium, and I was envisioning uh, a couple of months in the in the future when the Giants will be playing their first game of the season in that stadium. That's true. Uh, and it's a really cool spot, actually. It's right on the river. It's in, like, a, a fairgrounds kind of place. Um, it's open-ended on both ends, which I'm not a huge fan of. I, I don't really – I like when it's fully enclosed on all four sides, yeah. you know. Uh, I yeah. feel like it, it, it keeps the sound in better that mm. way. Mm. But um, hot as hell. Holy crap. I, I know it's the south in July, but, like, I didn't really – It's a different under- kind of heat, my man. Dude, I – It's a sticky I, heat. <clears throat> it, you know what? It's, it's funny, sugary I, heat. We got off the, the, the plane this morning, um, get, walking outside. My dad was picking us up, and it was like the, he, the humidity hit me. And I'm like, all right, there's New York humidity. Yeah. But down there, it sneaks up on you. Yeah, yeah. You don't really – you're not hitting the face with it when you walk outside. It creeps up on you when you're walking for two and a half minutes and you're drenched. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's different, man. It's a different place. I'm glad you enjoyed the trip. 
Um, no, no, no reason. Yeah. No reason. No interest. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I'd go, but, uh, I mean, the, I like the music place. stuff is cool. I mean, we did the country yeah. music hall of fame. We did like the Tennessee state museum. Um, the African-American this... music museum was one of the coolest things I've ever seen though. That was a great one. That sounds cool. Yeah. It was new too. They had just opened a couple of years ago. So it was, nice. uh, yeah. The grand old Opry. We didn't go there. That's in East, like it's in East Nashville, but it's in Northeast Nashville. And we didn't quite make it all the way up there. Um, yeah. East Nashville is up and coming and like hipstered out a little bit. And then South where um, Nashville SC stadium is, is like if people who know the, you know, lower Westchester, it's like the, the Bronx. It's where all like the, uh, <clears throat> I feel like all the, like the, the reality TV stars and like, Instagram, TikTok influencers all live in Nashville and stuff. Yep, that's and all. Yeah, all the uh, all the, the musicians that are super rich, they all live down there. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was cool. I I enjoyed cool. it. All right, before we get into the nitty gritty of the pod, uh, as always, we are brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. That's where you want to go <clears throat> when you want to place bets and make lots of money. Go to DraftKings.com. Go download the app. Go do that. Um. The pod, the Big Blue United pod, us, the Big Blue pod boys, um, and Big Blue United itself can all be found on Twitter. You can find us at Big Blue uh, Pod Boys at Twitter. Uh, Big Blue United, follow there at Twitter. And the Pigskin Podcast Net, the parent company, uh, TPPN. Uh, you can find them at Pigskin Pod Net at Twitter. Uh, so check it out. Give us a follow. Um, we will start tweeting again. I guess there's no reason to follow us this moment. But uh, when the season comes around and there's stuff to talk about, we'll be firing it up getting you guys some info and some jokes, hopefully. Um, that being said, uh, Colin, most importantly, we were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and the predator before we started. Uh, do you recall the, uh, idea that you, that, that sparked within you, the inspiration? Uh, why we, why I wanted to talk about it now, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, I, I feel like we, you and I, especially cause we have the experience, we always end up leaning back on our, our divorced dad experiences. As yes. Yes. Growing up. Absolutely. And I may or may not have mentioned it in the past, but I always ended up watching some pretty questionable movies with my dad because uh, according to my mother, he was the, um, and of course, mom, you'll be listening this week too. So you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Um, he was the, uh, the proclaimed fun director. So <laughs> when my mom was left dealing with my annoying ass, like 90% of the time, my dad would would basically he'd bring me to movies. We'd go to the park and play catch, whatever, do all the things, see you know, museums and what have yeah. you, Civil War battlefields, you know, all, all yeah, the yeah. stuff a, a a dorky history lover kid would do. Um, but we'd watch some some strange movies from time to time, and and Predator was probably one of them, uh, higher on the list. But there's one that always just jumps out at me for whatever reason, and I tell me if you've seen it or not, uh, Universal Soldier. Uh, no, I've seen again parts of it. I, I didn't sit through it, but I know it's is very violent, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's violent. violent. It's it's uh, Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. and uh, Dolph Lundgren. I'd probably who... get kicked out of my family if they knew I never saw Universal Soldier. <laughs> oh yeah, um, wait, all your cousins and uncles. Well, my that. cousins, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I I don't know why. Like, I would, I was always fiending for like action war movies. So yeah, of course. It was the '90s. We'd go to Camel Video, or what's well, the thing? The, the 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 VHX boxes looked the most 
the coolest. It was basically based on a box. I just remember going, staring at, staring at boxes, staring at VHS like logos and and, and those boxes and, and wanting to see everything and always staring at like the creepy ones, like the tales from the crypt ones or yeah. like some of that stuff was like truly scary. I remember looking at the Jason uh, videos that they had and like Jason, uh, what is it? Jason returns from hell or Jason yeah. goes to hell. And that one with like the mutilated like mask with like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the scariest movie of all time. I, I guarantee it though. I've never seen like a Jason movie in my life. Cause I was never allowed. It's all about presentation. It's like, uh, yeah. and it's transitioned to us uh, today, where it's it's like the craft beers. So the presentation of the craft beers yeah. is taking over for the VHS boxes yeah. from as children. But absolutely. Um, but you were uh, you were working out uh, and getting pumped up to Predator. Yeah, man, just staring at Jesse Ventura, getting inspired. Um, and who and who else was in that? It was um, Carl Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. Um, I don't know a bunch of people, a bunch of 80, I mean, like guys from the eighties that you'd remember. Uh, obviously, I, Arnold, which is the the, yeah. the number one there. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk Giants. Yeah. What do you say? Um, what do we we got on the docket today? Maybe we'll talk a little offensive line. Maybe we'll talk a little current events. Um, I've been out of the loop because I'm furiously trying to get a job, which I've secured. So, congrats. Have to me. you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we'll lay it out there. Uh, I'll fill you in offline. We don't need to talk about my job. Well, okay, oh, well, I, I, figure, <laughs> I figure just like a little tertiary kind of thing, but sure. It's a job. Yeah. They're going to pay me be more than I was paid prior, which is good. And good. Uh, I I might have the month of August off entirely, which would be really wow. cool. And just not work this entire summer. Um, summer of Dan. Yeah. Uh, well, congrats. Thanks, man. That being said, I don't know anything that happened this week. Uh, you mentioned something about Daniel Jones having a beard. Can you enlighten me? Yeah, and uh, th- this was mostly uh, from two sources of, of discussion. Uh, El Jefe, of course, our, our buddy. Right. From New York, New York Revival, as well as Steffi Smalls. They, they both kind of went off about it because uh, I guess, I don't know, there was some picture that came out where he's, it's not, it's even further than the... Um, the five o'clock shadow which he sported in the past this is right. like he's he's trying to go for something it's it kind of seems like and you know what i think it might be the difference between uh <laughs> the, the man of the past and the man of yeah. the future okay. i'm telling you if he has a beard and he ends up being good we know it's just the beard it's definitely the beard yeah not not the uh overhaul of the entire offense no 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 no, no. um no. is it a full beard is it patchy is it is it legitimate does he look sort of strange or is it like oh that's a, that's a real thing i i think it's kind of real i mean i think he was patchy in the past and i think it's starting to I come in and yeah. i think he's maturing and i i think it's all all about it and he's uh i mean i'm not going to get crazy and say he's going to be good this year that's not uh no you know, i need to find a picture of this i gotta go to reddit for it yeah, it's like him and uh, and some guy. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's like a cook or a chef or something like that. And yeah. he's, uh, he the chef is, I think, holding up two fingers, and he's holding up four. I don't know if he's uh, Daniel Jones is holding up four because that's how many games we're going to win this year, or if he's, <laughs> or if he's trying to do a gang sign, but he was like too quick with it, and that's what came out because he's walk- awkward and, and nerdy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I can't find it, but I, I trust it. Um, yeah, I guess it can't be a bad thing. Um, we'll see. Uh, TJ and I talked at length about how 
you are slipping back slipping into your into your giants blind blinded optimism and it's gonna mm. it's gonna hurt when when things come crashing down <laughs> mm, mm, mm. no no i'm letting you guys feel like like he's okay. creeping back in he's not creeping uh, back in i know it's good i know we're okay. gonna be horrible this year and win. we're gonna win three games probably i mean um, i find myself having conversations all the time with, with uh friends and stuff about this season and i basically say like, like don't expect us to like be in the playoffs or in contention but it's gonna be a better product it's gonna be way more fun to watch and way less painful to watch. Cause even if they have put up worse stats, at least they're going to be trying to do the right things. I think well, I got it. And that was, that was like the main part of on the ride back home from this morning that, from my dad driving us home, back with like the, we talked about the giants a little bit and, he, and he's just like, I, I'm not unrealistically thinking we're going to be good this year. And I'm like, it's going to be a product that's going to be worth, having a good time watching regardless of the, the way the, the games are actually going to end up. And yeah. we agreed on that. And like, that's enough to give me uh, not hope, but like something to look forward to. And I yeah. am, I will take that any day of the week because I'd rather lose a game looking good than lose a game looking off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, know I mean, that it's not a stupid, the, but the bar is quite low. I mean, the past two years have basically been, zero enjoyment watching them play for probably within the first like five minutes of the game. You're like, Oh, this, this sucks already. Yeah. Um, that uh, being said, I guess let's uh, let's talk some, some, do we come up with the terminology? We're not calling them belly boys. Are we calling them belly boys? Not hog, hog mollies for sure. That's that term's retired. I mean, um, uh, belly boys is, is, good i mean we, i, I don't right. know if that's uh what we've kind of locked in but whatever I'm, I'm maybe they, they they need to earn belly boy status i guess or yeah. show some belly at least someone's yes. got to do it i feel like john feliciano could be a great belly boy oh absolutely um, sort of need a center to be your belly boy it starts there yeah um so let's take a look at the offensive line man i, I i'm really just not tj so i don't have any stats i'm going for gut reaction heart reaction yeah, Comp V Colin Hart reaction, TM CM copyright. <laughs> um, we've got an overhauled offensive line. We have uh, two rookies starting potentially, um, two journeymen starting, and our hope for the future, Andrew Thomas, who was not ranked in ESPN's top ten offensive tackles in the league, not even honorable mention. Um, <clears throat> but we know he's improved incredibly over the seasons. Uh, why don't we start with him? I guess he's the high point of the offensive line. Any thoughts on him? Anything you want to highlight? Any hopes, dreams? Um, I, I think that he, uh, I mean, I know he's still very young, obviously, but I think he has a chance to kind of take on a leadership role, uh, just from you know the little experience that he's had and what he's been able to do in the short period of time that he's been in the league. And I think he's going to, um, really take a hold of that and like take people under his wing. And I think he's smart and he's learning how to play in this league. And I don't think we're going to see a regression from him. I mean, I, I don't. That's what I was going to say. This is like, you don't want to say it's a make or break season, but if there is a regression this year, then all, all the, all the goodwill and faith he's built up last year is totally gone. We're back at zero and I'm getting extreme Eric flowers vibes. If, if he, if he, oh, if he's yeah. really bad this year, but what, but I don't think what, he's the same player. He's a much different player. I think he 
shored up a lot of his technique issues that he was facing early on in season one and in the beginning of season two. Uh, it seemed like he forgot what he was doing <laughs> towards the end of season one. Um, and he seems to be much more confident in his role. He understands the sort of the importance of the position and how he needs to play it and where he needs to compensate for his uh, athletic deficiencies and how he can make up for it and where his strengths are, how he can really um, make himself be felt, uh, you know, in the game and shut down the best pass rushers in the league. Uh, So I'm hopeful for him. Um, Depth is an issue for left tackle or tackle in general. Uh, It's a hodgepodge of garbage. I think they have Corey Cunningham as his backup at this point. Um, it could be Matt. So Matt Pert was like third string yep. uh, right tackle maybe, or third string left tackle. I don't know how much that matters. Um, Pert is at risk of being cut entirely. Yep. That's a, another third round pick that uh, they really, really did great job on the curse of the third round pick. How can we be that bad at one round? How is that? Con, it's very simple. Remember um, our previous regime's thoughts on computers? Oh, you mean like, you know, only only crazy people use them? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, not, let's not look at, let's not utilize all the information available to us. Let's just go, this guy's got it. I can tell. He played at UConn and played all those pass rushers in the ACC, I guess, or I don't know. Um, not good. Not good. Uh, don't have many high ups for him. Um Corey Cunningham. So, those are what we, we, we call binder boys. Binder boys? Because they're yeah. holding binders? No, or... well, no, because um, um, the one who shall not be named as our former GM would only read about players oh, right, right. in a binder. In a binder. Yeah. I wonder if he had, remember those things they used to ha- sell for um, your loose leaf paper that would be in your binder, the little reinforcement circles that you'd have to stick on if you ripped the hole yeah. <laughs> in the three ring? Ancient man, people are going to think we're crazy when we're telling our kids about that stuff. Um, ah, I, I get, I get scared. Not scared, but like, I'm. It, it, the things are starting to happen where the old man status is is like coming in, and and it's I so hard it. to fight. No, don't fight. Lean in. Lean in. But you, you always think, okay, okay. I'm as long as it's not about like social issues, and you're like, sure. <laughs> if it's about yeah. three ring binders, let's. Let's get after it, man. Okay. Let's talk about trapper keepers. I got my trapper keeper on the wall behind me. It says, "Dude eating nachos in space." It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I have a one foot tall Donatello Ninja Turtle relic there. Kids don't know about that. No, it's true. You got Leak. Ultimate Warrior and Surfing Michelangelo and Michael Jordan Donatello. You got your Lisa know. Franks in, in the corner there too, or? Uh, what's what's it wasn't my bag, dude. I don't know. Maybe you no. got that stuff. You you he didn't like those those pink dolphins and. Uh... Like all sorts of. Uh, I mean, ladies in third grade love that stuff, though. Yeah, they did. Ladies love. Uh, Lisa ladies Frank. love Lisa Frank. L L L F. That's that. What a what a horrendous name for this podcast episode. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely it. Yeah. Ladies love Lisa Frank. That sucks. Um, speaking of Lisa Frank, uh, who's playing left guard for the Giants as of today? <laughs> is it Lisa are, Frank? 
<laughs> I mean, she's got a shot. I think Shane Lemieux is, is penciled in, you know, depending, uh, pending injury. Um, yeah. Other than that, we got the, the rookie Josh. Is How do we say his last name? Uh, Azudu. Azudu, I think. Okay. Um, obviously, high hopes for him. Uh, Shane Lemieux was showing great promise before he got brutally injured. Um, I think the assumption, at least for me, is we should get league average play out of him if he's good. You, you know, he's not going to be – if he's fully healthy, like, he'll be fine. I don't think he's going to be great, but he'll be fine. He'll be better than Ben Bredesen. Bredesen. Yeah. Uh, the dude from, from Cleveland who was horrendous. Um, is Jamil Douglas going to play left tackle or is he right tackle? Uh, well, I'm just looking at right now the ESPN depth chart and it's, I don't trust the ESPN depth chart. It seems wacky. I know it's kind of all over the place. I mean, uh, Jamil is third right guard, uh, as they have it. Um, honestly though, I don't even think it matters what depth chart you have or what you're looking at because I guess we don't know at this point of the, of the, of the, the game, but yeah. This might be the most uh, wide open, especially depth. Actually, even frankly, starting. I mean, you can say right now, Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal will be starting, and John Feliciano. Period. Yeah. Is Max uh, Garcia on the team, or did he get he, cut? He, I mean, or something. I don't even know. There's a bunch of guys they brought in. He's not. He's not on the ESPN one, but, um, yeah. I don't know. This is bad. We're, we're, this is bad podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, uh, when you're in in the druthers of of July, and well, hey, their uh, rookies are reporting tomorrow, so yeah, we're gonna have a, an idea at least uh, early on uh, who they think is worthy of being at, at at least the first backup to who would be starting, whether it's. Uh, I mean, Evan Neal's going to be. Yeah, starting, yeah, we're going to get get a, a clearer picture on this. We probably should have held the offensive line review until later on because there's just no clear distinction you get from mini camp and and an OTAs. Uh, it's a lot of mixing and matching and people getting up to speed. We're probably not going to get a sense for really uh, what the depth chart is truly going to look like until you know preseason game one. And but, the the veterans aren't. Uh, they're they're reporting a week from tomorrow, so uh, that'll be you know when they get into the. Yeah the swing of things there it'll yeah. be interesting no way to assess whose belly is looking good which is obviously the most important metric um so left guard is going to be probably one of the weaker spots i guess assuming uh you know everyone's healthy still probably one of the weaker spots uh on the line uh, but hopefully that'll be outweighed by a strong season for andrew thomas and some stability at center with john feliciano and potentially uh, Nick Gates, but I think that's a long shot at this point. Um, before we get into center, I think we should do an old school live uh, ad read. What do you say, Colin? Oh, I, I can, 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 can you uh, beatbox the, um, the theme song? The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving away new customers risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Now is the time to do it, ladies and gentlemen. 
First, you can throw down on all the major action in baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, more same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, overs, unders, props. Your betting options are endless. Um, you know, right now, what do we have in sports? We have, like, the Home Run Derby tonight. We have almost no sports because, you know, the SBs are coming. Um, but you can bet on the Mets and Yankees all you want, right? Uh, they have another 3,000 games to go in this season. Maybe parlay, <laughs> a, a, you know, a, a few... Uh, you know, uh, National League, American League games. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. Maybe you can bet on uh, Grand Prix racing. I think there's uh, another Grand Prix coming up this weekend. Check it out. Um, but the most important thing to remember is DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So listen up. Download the DraftKings Sports uh, Book app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh, and uh, John Feliciano is now the starting center. (laughs) Um, So what do we? So let's talk about center. Um, The linchpin of the offensive line. Some say the captain of the offensive line. We have one of the most interesting personalities to come into the offensive line. Some guy that I have high hopes for as far as team chemistry. And camaraderie building in John Feliciano. Um, Colin, why don't you why don't you tell us your thoughts on him? Some some tidbits you might like. Uh, I know he's got some nicknames, some personalities. Uh, he's given some insight into the coaching staff and what to expect. Um, I'm high on him just from that standpoint. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one of those real crapshoot kind of situations. I don't recall I almost ever having a free agent signing, especially on offensive line, that predominantly started at another position altogether, and they and he's just penciled in at a different yeah. position. I mean, that I, says a lot about our offensive line, I guess, doesn't it? Well, I, it's either that or they just have a, a ton of uh, um, uh, confidence in, in what he can do. I mean, yeah, he, he it's not like he's never started at center, but it's uh, – I mean, I, I forgot what the percentage is. It's very minimal compared yeah. to – guard what he was doing in the past but hey if people who know him more than anyone else it's it's our our coach and our our gm so there was a reason why uh they thought that he would be a a good candidate for this i mean obviously from the uh shane's point of view he's looking at just scrimping and not paying people much and i don't think he's being paid very much at all uh compared to like some of the other centers in the league but i he's hungry uh, he needed a, a change of uh, location. Obviously, he wasn't happy with of his usage in Buffalo when it came down to it. Um, and maybe they're just uh, they figured you know light a fire under him, and or he's lighting a fire under himself, and that be, might be enough to to help uh, gel this line together with a little veteran presence. I mean, you got two young guys on on both uh, bookends, and you got this guy in the middle. I mean. You want to have that automatic positive outlook and and idea that he's just going to slot in and be good to go. I, I don't know. I, I'm 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 optimistic, but I I don't know. I don't know if I have a feeling for him other than you know he's his nickname is Dirtbag and he's uh, from Long Island originally and um, yeah, I mean he's yeah, an Italian, Italian guy from New York. So um, is he Italian or? He's Italian-Puerto Rican. Oh, that's the ultimate. All right, yeah. even higher on him. Can I, can I get you even higher on that? 
Yes, go. Did you hear this other nickname floating around for him? No. Plump Caramel. Plump Caramel. Oh. Plump Caramel. 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 Plump Caramel. Uh, Apparently, uh, someone asked him uh, what his stripper name would be. Uh, and he said plump caramel, and then that got out, and that's his nickname. It's a good one. That's a I good th- one. I think it then it has to be ladies love plump caramel. No, ladies love Lisa Frank. Let's keep it true. <laughs> let's let, let's branch out of our Venn diagram. Let's get some oh. people in this. All right. Um, yeah, no, I'm high on him. He's a big dude. He seems gregarious, well liked. Um, I just uh, uh, one of those personalities that I haven't seen in a long time in the Giants. So. Uh, from not watching any film and not <laughs> reading any stats, I'm high on him. Uh, we have Max Garcia backing him up, according to ESPN, and then the big question mark next to Nick Gates. Obviously, we love what Nick Gates was doing um, prior to the injury. He would, I imagine, be the surefire starter if he was fully healthy, but that was a brutal injury, and I think he's still on the mend. Um, moving over to uh, area of confidence to a certain extent, we have Mark Lenowski at right guard. Um, uh, coming over from the Colts, um, solid above average, not, if not spectacular, but solid right guard, uh, nasty player, relatively young. I think he's what 27, um, maybe yeah, older, seven. uh, 30, 30, sorry. Um, still good. good six, good four, play. 300 pounds. Uh, just, just, uh, been a solid piece of that sort of exemplary Colts offensive line. Um, assuming he'll just plug and play and be a good sort of balancing uh, piece for Evan Neal, who is going to be starting at right tackle. <laughs> if he can't beat out Matt Gano uh, or Corey Cunningham or Matt Pert, um, <laughs> then we have real problems drafting, but uh, I got to imagine he's going to be the second best offensive lineman uh, with the potential to be the best offensive lineman on this team relatively quickly. Um, not much to say other than how excited we were when they, he got drafted. Uh, how him showing up to you know, Giants uh, mini camps and OTAs has been amazing. Uh, I feel like every interview I've seen him, he said the right thing. Seems like a good guy. Seems like he's about to get down to business. Um, just one of those reasons that watching the Giants this season is going to be so much better. Um, pretty guy to stay healthy and, and can grow and, and learn. We have two bookends, and it's been a long, long time since we had two <laughs> offensive tackles that we felt good about. And and, and the last time probably was with. Will Beatty playing one of those spots, <laughs> which is uh, saying much. Yeah. Um, anything to add about Evan Neal? Yeah, I mean, I, what I gathered from him, and I, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. Uh, just him, like you said, how he, he's how he speaks, how he he presents himself. He seems like a very serious guy, and I, I, I don't, I don't think he's the kind of guy that would allow the bright lights of New York City to get to him because I think he. Uh, he's pretty focused and I mean, I, I forgot, I watched some short, um, I think it was one of those, those draft journey, Mm -hmm. uh, clips. Uh, I, I, I forgot that he went to the IMG Academy. I mean, he's been playing basically pro through high school. Like IMG is pro high school. So, uh, down at that Academy in Florida, uh, he was just kind of bred for this stuff for this exact moment. And 
I, I really do think, I mean, they're not going to be playing next to each other, but I think Andrew Thomas and him are going to have, uh, if not already, quite the rapport. I think they're going to just going to, they're going to be best friends in this kind of situation because they look at this team and they, they, you know, these are the kind of guys that, and a lot of players aren't like this. A lot of players don't right. know the history of the league and know what happened even just a couple of years ago because they just, I don't know, maybe they're not uh, as in tune as, as some I don't guys know, when you're a young have. kid and you're coming up and you're playing your game and you're, you're, every game you're in is of massive consequence and determines your future, you don't really care about what's happening else there, elsewhere. I remember, you know, obviously not the same level, but when I was playing sports, I didn't care about pros at all. I was just care about my team, what yeah. we were doing. And then when I wasn't playing, I didn't really – care to watch football i didn't start watching football till after my football career was over uh, yeah i'm sure these guys you know probably watch football and check it check it out more than i did but uh you know they're not going in the history books to research well, you know fran tarkenton and stuff as much as as this is a a downtime for us as podcasters talking about a football team there's some downtime for these guys too and this is when these guys can fill in the, the gaps Sure. There's got to be guys that are just so pumped to be New York Giants just for the sole fact that it's, you know, the history and the, the tradition and all that kind of stuff. And, and who knows who actually digs in a little bit. But I feel like this is the time where you're like, all right, what's this team all about? What, yeah. what do I need to know about the culture here? And like yeah. what besides, obviously, the, the Super Bowls that have been won in the past yeah. and such. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he'd be the kind yeah. of guy to really buy into that. And That'd be really cool. That giant. Um, before I forget, because it just jumped in my head and it's not related to offensive line at all, but we talked about it and it was like, you know, one of those, you know, chills, hair standing on end situation. Is that, that clip of, uh, of, of Wink, uh, at, oh, the, yeah. end, at the end of practice, yeah, gathering yeah. the defense together and, and, and pointing out at the skyline and being like, you see that skyline right there? This is the, this is the best effing city in the, in the world. Why don't we go out there and be the the best effing team in the world? And it's just like, yeah. oh, why has it taken so long to have <laughs> someone to put two and two together? Yeah, to just yeah. be like, oh man, he gets it, and he's yeah. trying to get these young guys to get it too. And this is it actually plays into the whole, uh, you know, getting a team, getting behind the culture yeah. and the history and stuff like that. That's part of it. And I'm yeah. sure he went into some like uh, tangent at some point about LT and like. You know, yeah, the Carl Banks and all and that. All yeah. that. Uh, so I, I felt like that was that was one of the best things to come out of this week. Giants. News yeah, was. that was cool. That was cool. Looking at some of Wink's play calling of the past years with the changing offenses uh, brings a little bit of worry as, as, as we're seeing uh, blitzing sort of these upper echelon uh, quarterbacks doesn't doesn't bode that well. And he sure. <laughs> Wink has insisted on the blitz, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but to wrap up the, the Evan Neal thing, I just yeah. also want to highlight. Um, one of our rookie picks, Evan, Evan Neal is a huge human by all rights. He's six, seven, 350 pounds, um, remarkably large, but we somehow found someone bigger than him in Marcus McKeithen, who is mm. six, seven, 335 pounds. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I guess that's lighter. Um, uh, but still comparably oh. enormous. Um, talk about giants, man. Those are, those are two giants, giant human beings on the New York giants to add with other large humans. Um, and it. you know, there's something to be said about that because, of course, we're always going to have big offensive linemen. But doesn't it seem like they're kind of way bigger than we've had in the in the short past? Yeah, I like the logic. I mean, like, let's just get a lot of really big guys. A lot of them are probably going to be awful, but if we get one that's good, then we have some a quite quite a unique prospect there. I feel like 
you know, we've always had like one guy that had like these insane measurables. Why don't we just get a bunch of them and increase our odds of one of them panning out and be a real difference maker? Um, you know, Marcus doesn't have to play. He's a backup at best this year, probably a third stringer this year with how raw he is coming out of college. But um, you'll love to see someone with those sort of measurables. And uh, from what we hear, he's, he's somewhat athletic. Uh, and it could be a, a great guy to fill in um, on either tackle spot and, and get up to speed. So I uh, just highlight him as he was a fifth round draft pick this year. And I feel like more and more young guys need to get in the system, obviously, if we're having trouble filling out the, the interior of the line. Um, you got to expect more picks to come next year for those roles as well as everything else pans out on the outside. Um, but overall, you know, if you were to rank the Giants offensive line out of one to a hundred, uh, you know, percentage wise last year, well, what would you give them like a, a 40% <laughs> if, if even, um, I two mean, guys that you could start feel okay about, uh, you gotta be feeling better, better this year headed to the season with yeah. the talent that we have, um, addressing the holes, putting draft equity and free agency equity into building it out. Um, there's going to be more opportunity for Daniel Jones to work back there and hopefully get off some plays that make sense. Um, I feel better about it. You got to be feeling good about it, right? I, I do. And, and I don't, uh, I, I'd be remiss to, to not uh, mention to kind of uh, uh, bookend the whole offensive line talk for now, uh, you know, granted what you said, we don't know anything going ahead uh, of, of training camp and all that, but, the feel-good story, hopefully, for this uh, upcoming season is going to be your boy, Roy uh, Mbedeka, uh, Nar- yeah. Nigerian guy that uh, that OC yeah. uh, plucked out, out of uh, the program over there, whatever you want to – you know, the, the Yeah, I guess the NFL, most enormous human being, yeah, 6'9", 320. Yeah, 6'9", 320, and, and, he, and athletic as all hell. Um, yeah. Excited about that. I think that's yeah. going to be – very cool. I mean, he might not pan out, but you know what? I think it's a great thing towards uh, growing the game in different places. And and Africa itself is is a very uh, waiting to be tapped market that uh, sure. they're really pushing to, yeah. to do there. And you know, with somehow way- we tapped Germany before we tapped Africa. <laughs> well, I mean, you have uh, NFL military Europe bases for years, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think, I mean, if this guy, and apparently he is smart, and he pick up, he picks up uh, concepts and playbooks fairly quickly. I mean, he was able to draw up plays uh, when interviewed for this whole process and understand it and really convey that he understands it. So if he's able to put together the the mind and the body and and compete with with some of these guys, hey. <laughs> That that's going to be one of the better stories if he if he sticks. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, super hopeful. Again, yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention him about when we're talking about amassing huge, massive people. Um, cool, man. I think that's it for me. I think it's it's time to wrap it up. Uh, I loved our chat. I love you. Um, I love the Giants. I love Kadarius Tony. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, be putting an episode together next week. I, I have no idea. We. We want to talk about if you guys have any ideas uh please feel free to send them into uh big blue united uh what is our what is our do we even know our email address anymore um, um I, I thought it was just uh it's it's automated i think when i go through all the emails we get every week i i uh i i make sure to check it out um colin did you talk about thread beast at all 
Uh, I did not actually. Good way, good way to, to to close it out. Um, yeah, let's let's yes. highlight Threadbeast, please. So Threadbeast is an incredible uh, clothing company, and in this day and age too, I mean, especially with how brick and mortar is becoming less and less uh, an important uh, avenue for shopping and retail. Uh, Threadbeast comes in with uh, p- the personalized experience of uh, fitting yourself out. Um, mm. The way it worked out was very simple, a very they basically just ask you what your style is like without showing you clothing. And then they figure out what to send you, um, which actually worked out very well because I, I got uh, two, two t-shirts. One's dressier than the other. Uh, the one t-shirt is um, it's got like this skull on like where the pocket would be. And then a larger version on the back, very, very punk looking, which is like, Oh, well, that's, that's kind of been my thing forever. Um, awesome uh, snapback hat. That would totally be something that I'd wear. It's very personalized to you. And uh, the way it seems is that uh, instead of getting up, getting in your car, going to the mall, you can go through the service and just kind of refresh your outfits and your wardrobe every couple of months. And it's, it's cost effective, very good quality. Um, I'm wearing the, uh, the gym shorts right now. Incredible quality. Like, you know, they're going to hold up forever. I'm definitely going to, you know, go to the gym in these, uh, got a pair of awesome yeah. black jeans. So, so basically you're able to create a style profile and then they'll put together stuff based on your tastes and, and stylistic inclinations full of like famous brands that, you know, and appreciate, and they'll put a package together for you. Yes. You can send out a subscription. You can get Adidas champion, uh, Levi's Nike element, Puma, Grizzly, super dry, all this stuff. Uh, keeps you, fly as can be like colin colin before before us um that's awesome dude that that seems like something that i could use because i did all my clothes are hand-me-downs uh still my entire life i just get leftover clothes maybe it's time to get some some new threads and become a beast i mean you're already a beast you might as well get your threads in beast mode yeah i need the threads to match my inner beast that's for sure and where are you getting these hand-me-downs from dude i Fuck, big Italian family, cousins, uncles, yeah. uh, people that come over and leave clothes. They're mine now. I have I have some of your t-shirts. I my less than Jake t-shirts. I have oh, me down. How is is there a hole in that yet? Oh yeah, there's holes all over oh, it. Good, great shirt. Yeah. Um, excellent. So, threadbeast.com. Check it out. Um, get hooked up with all this great clothes. You don't have to think about it too hard. Just tell them what you like, and they'll they'll, they'll do the rest for you. Uh, you can, I'm sure to start the subscription close at any time um, seems like a great thing they got a bunch of different sort of price points get you hooked up uh, that being said thank you for listening talk to you next week follow us at BBU Pod Boys. follow Big Blue United at Big Blue United TPPN at Pigskin Pod Net uh, don't forget about Lisa Frank 143 we love you forever okay. <laughs>